Welcome to the Therapist on Fire podcast, where I interview leaders in allied healthcare, entrepreneurs, and those on the path to financial independence. Welcome to the Therapist on Fire podcast. I'm here with Brad Cooper. He's a physical therapist, ATC, certified wellness coach, and the co-founder of Catalyst Coaching Institute, where he has been teaching therapists for years on how to become health coaches. So the first question I have for you, Brad, is how did you and Susanna start off as health coaches? Like what inspired you to become health coaching, health coaches, and as well as how did that transform into the Catalyst Coaching Institute? When we started this, and I don't know if I should admit this to you on tape, but we had no idea what we were doing. And it sounds like, oh yeah, sure you didn't. No, we really didn't. The concept, uh, I was managing 43 clinics for a big healthcare company. Uh, I was also still, I'm obviously PT. I was treating patients one day a week and then focusing the rest on traveling and, and building a great management team and that kind of stuff. And I got laid off had a nice severance package, and I had a year to do anything or nothing, <laughs> except I could not manage PT clinics. That was part of the severance package. So I was sitting here at literally the old story of it happens at, you know, you had this life-changing thing at age 40. It was like, I don't know, three days before my 40th birthday or something. So it, it was almost textbook. That was 12 and a half years ago. And we, I had this idea of, I was into triathlons at the time. All my friends did triathlons and runners and swimmers and all that were, they were just energetic and they are creative and they had all this energy about life. And I just thought, wow, if you could bring that to a, a company, to an organization, to corporate America, what kind of impact could you have? And so that was the, and I'll say this, literally a silly idea. We, uh, we had no idea what we were doing. We did not have a background in wellness, nothing. But we launched this thing, and Susanna's got an amazing background. She's a licensed counselor. She's an occupational therapist. She's just a natural – she just gets – like, she just connects with people amazingly. You said you talked to her. You get that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she – went and got trained through the Motivational Interviewing Network of Trainers. She, she learned about um, intrinsic motivation, went through some training with that, and then we gradually put this thing together. So we were doing that at the time, not for Catalyst Coaching Institute, but to build this company called U.S. Corporate Wellness. So we didn't have any ideas of Catalyst at the time. We were doing this to train our coaches in the best way we could come up with when we pulled everything from out there in the field and so that was step one. And then about four years later, we, we kept having people come to us and say, Matt, this coaching thing sounds awesome. How do I get trained? And we didn't have an answer for them. You know, there were some different organizations out there, some that do a good job, uh, but we weren't, we weren't intimately familiar with any of them. And so at that point, we said, you know, what if we developed this? What if we went out and got credentialed? and offered this to people, not to work for us, but to do their own thing or to add it to their practice or um, to do it as a side business or any of those kinds of things. So Catalyst Coaching Institute launched about 2011, I think it was, and it was a basically an extension of U.S. Corporate Wellness. So I guess technically it's been around since 2007, but that it was not a an idea in a filing cabinet. It was something that just gradually built, and as we went out and got accredited by different organizations like the American College of Sports Medicine, 
the uh, now the ICHWC, the National Oversight Board for Wellness Coaching Organizations. In that process, I'm a PT. It was natural to say, would this make sense for BTs? So we went out and got accredited through the Federation of State Boards of Physical Therapists. And it's for that reason, I think, there's a, besides the fact that PTs find this pretty interesting, they can get CEUs out of it. So, um, so anyway, I, did I answer your question or did I just blabber for too long? No, no, that was a perfect answer for how you got started and how it evolved into the Catalyst Coaching Institute. You know, my next question, and, and this is on so many people's minds, is can you describe sort of the process of getting started as a health coach? Like, how do you decide what program to take? What are the requirements? A little bit about the schooling, maybe? Absolutely. It depends on where you want to go with it. So if you're a physical therapist and you're thinking, this sounds, sounds interesting. Like this is all, this is me. I, I love well-being. I love helping people with, you know, everything from life balance to exercise to eating right and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, and I just like to jump into it. Then probably all you'd need to do is pursue what's called the CWC certification. That's certified wellness coach certification. And that's through the Catalyst Coaching Institute. It's something you can do. We have people go through it in three months. So it's not a big, long, extensive thing. It's not a three-year process. There's, there are two options. You can do the distance learning, which is, you know, you, you don't come to Colorado. You don't have to go on site for anything. Everything is available via distance. Okay. The second option is the one we encourage if you can do it, and that's, combines distance with on-site, and we do four of these a year. Uh, there's actually one coming up in December that we still have a little bit of space in, uh, but in Colorado, two full days, it's very concentrated. You essentially do half the training in those two days, and then you do everything else remotely from, from back home. Uh, you can do it before, you can do it after, you can do a combination. So that would earn you what's called your CWC certification. So as a PT, that would allow you to add that credential, that would allow you to market yourself to physicians as having a unique uh, differentiator out there in the marketplace. That would allow you to do a little bit on the side. Now, if you wanted to also go on and become nationally board certified, that's through an organization called the ICHWC. It stands for the International Consortium for Health and Wellness Coaching. And that's an organization They've been working on this for a long time, but really the last three years it's come to the forefront and they've created a national board exam. They're not the education provider, so they're not like Catalyst Coaching Institute, but they're a reviewer, an approver of organizations like Catalyst Coaching Institute. So we're one of the providers for that. So if you went for your CWC, you would have the option, and again, you wouldn't need it, and a PT doesn't have to do this, but if at some point you wanted to go on and become board certified at that next step, you would have knocked out the biggest single step. Because Catalyst is an approved provider, you have another, it's called the master certification, you have to add to that, and then a certain number of hours of, of actually coaching, and then the exam that you take. And we actually, with, with our grads, we just had so many people that you just get nervous because like, there's not much of a history of this board exam. And so mm -hmm. one of the things that we've added is we have some study sessions that our students are able to access for free just to kind of prepare for that exam because everybody gets a little <laughs> worked up about, well, what are they going to ask? How does that work? And, and so that's been helpful. And, and we actually had two of our coaches um, 
get asked by the ICHWC to come out and be part of their, it's not a committee, it's like a, a small group and a focus group to write the questions for the exam. So they can't give you what those are, obviously, but they can certainly help you think through what types of things, what does that mm -hmm. look like, how are they structured. Uh, you mentioned your podcast. We did an interview with those two on, we, we started a podcast uh, uh, well, not that long ago, uh, two, three months ago, called the Catalyst Health and Wellness Coaching Podcast. And we interviewed those two talking about how to prepare for the exam. So if any of the folks out there are thinking, yeah, that's something I want to do, or maybe they've already started down that path and they'd like to kind of get the inside scoop. They did a really nice job in describing that and how to prepare and what to look for and those kinds of things. It was one of the, it was one of the earlier episodes. So, but it's the title is clearly stated on there something about preparing for the national board exam or something along those lines. Okay, great. I'll put that in the show notes. And that's so helpful um, because I think that the tests are always the most stressful part of like any program, yeah. like even in physical therapy schools, like totally. I have my doctorate, but yet I'm freaking out about this. Side <laughs> um, but you, exactly. you, you illuminated it perfectly because I think when I was doing my research on health coaching, I was really confused between those two um, designations the CWC yeah. and the, the other one, because I didn't really fully understand like the difference in the benefits. What would be some of the benefits besides being able to say that you're board certified? Like, are there any other unique benefits to having that extra uh, designation? Not yet. Um, it is, if, if, and this is probably a big if for PTs, and that's why I would say, I, if, I, if I were a PT listening to this now, I would probably just start with a CWC and not worry about having a big plan for taking the board exam. That, that's just me, but I'm just thinking you're already a licensed professional. You already have a full-time or a very involved part-time job. <clears throat> Is, do, do you really want to put every, all your eggs into wellness coaching? Now, maybe you do. We have a lot of, co a lot of PTs that go through the certification that this is kind of a retirement plan. They're doing manual therapy and their hands are getting a little tired and they just want something they can dial back on. And they're about, you know, eight years from retirement. And so they're doing the CWC. They're working with, you know, half dozen clients just to kind of get the ball rolling, have some vacation money, but their long-term plan is to grow that up and then decrease their clinical time. So if that's you, then yeah, you'll want to go for the board exam because right now it's pretty new. So okay. very few people even know to ask for it. But five years from now, they're going to ask for it. So it, it just depends on how you're looking. Is it an add-on? Is it a link-on? Is it for marketing purposes in your current clinical role? In that case, I don't think you need to sit for the board exam, at least not now. But if you're doing it as something you want to literally start your own business on the side or you want to transition from full-time PT to part-time PT and part-time coaching, um, for example, U.S. Corporate Wellness, we only hire people that are board certified now. So okay. we've made that additional step of saying, we, because our goal at U.S. Corporate Wellness is to be the primary coaching organization. There's a lot of wellness companies out there, but where we've kind of left our, tried to really differentiate ourselves is, yeah, we've got the portal and we've got the health risk assessment and all these other things, but we really are good 
at coaching. And so for us, that's an important differentiator. But for the PT, that you know, this is just something they want to have additional credentials. They want to grow their practice. I don't think that would be a requirement at this point by any stretch. Okay. Excellent. Excellent answer. That really, that really helps clarify if you really truly need it or not. So you could do a couple, you could see a couple clients here and there only being a certified wellness coach, only having the CWC. It's not really required yet legally to be able to practice health coaching. Um, Absolutely. Now that brings me to the other question. A lot of people even wonder, do you even need this health coaching certification because a lot of PTs, our scope of practice is so broad. You know, we're able to give a little mm-hmm. nutrition I- advice. We're able to right. have wellness programs. What do you, what's your thoughts on the health coaching versus PT and OT and the other therapist realms and the blend of the two? Yeah, I so love that question. Thank you for asking that. It's such that. a hard question. And I think my, <laughs> well, I think my answer differs now than if I weren't a PT because I went through the certification about, I don't know, a couple of years ago and I was frankly blown away. Now you're, you're looking at me going, wait, what? You've been doing this for you know, 12 years or whatever. What do you, how would you get, why would that blow you away? <laughs> well, cause I wasn't coaching. I was doing the operations side. So I hadn't been trained as a coach. I, I just wanted to go through it. So I'd know what I was talking about. So I would understand what our coaches were doing, et cetera. The things I learned and you know, I'm not the PT expert, but I've been a PT for 25 years. I went to Washington School of Medicine. I was trained with Shirley Sarman. Uh, I got manual therapy certification with Stanley Paris. I got to take courses with him. I mean, I've had a chance to have some great instructors and get some great education over the years. And yet I came out of that saying, oh my gosh, I have no idea what I'm doing. When it came to coaching, clueless. And the different, the biggest difference, Emma, is, well, and actually I'll pull a different PT's quote because I love what she said. We had a PT go through this last year and we always do a real quick kind of around the horn where we have about typical training group is 12 to 20 people. So it's a pretty small group. And we just go, go around the horn and say, what, what stuck with you? What, what, was, what was your one takeaway? And this one PT said, I never realized what an impact you could make with your mouth shut. And I was just like, oh my gosh, that is so good. Because as PTs, we're the experts, right? Mm -hmm. The patient comes to us to be what? Evaluated and treated. We are the person with the answer. If you'll just do what I tell you, then this good thing will happen. That's not coaching. That's the opposite of coaching. And so the PTs, when they go through the certification, almost struggle more than the person who has no clinical background at all. And this is true for nurses, and we've had physicians go through it as well. But the person with a clinical background that's used to being an expert, used to providing the right answer, often struggles more with the certification because coaching isn't providing the answer. Coaching is understanding that we don't have the answer. Uh, We actually did a, and it's not posted yet, but it will be over the next week, uh, we did a coaching session live for the podcast where we literally... And it was, it was me that volunteered for the coaching session. So a little vulnerability there, but um, it, it, it wasn't Susan telling me how to create the journey. It was Susan drawing out of me. What does your journey look like? How do you want to pursue that? Those kinds of things. So 
wonderful question. And oh my gosh, we've never had a PT go through it that hasn't gone, huh, this is brand new. This is, this is completely new stuff. And what happens is even if you never coach anyone the rest of your life, you go through the certification, it's a new credential, it's a marketing strategy, that kind of thing, you'll still come out of it as a better PT because, the, oh, actually, you know what? We just did a podcast three weeks ago with two PTs. And they were talking about this. I completely forgot about that. They're, they're two PTs that are certified wellness coaches and how they're integrating it into their practice. And they talk about that. They talk about how it made them better in their subjective assessment. It, they talk about how it created more effectiveness in terms of their patients doing their home exercise program. So I, I'm sorry, I totally spaced that one out. That would be really helpful for, for the folks listening. Awesome. No, excellent answer. I think, you know, I think interpersonal skills are so important in uh, a rehabilitation career, whether that's like PT, OT, speech, we really have to communicate. And I think sometimes maybe it's because of productivity or whatever, we forget that we have to listen as well. And I think that's the difference, you know, the big difference, I think, between the two. Um, Well, and then not just listening, but knowing how to draw out their answers. So when Susan was doing this coaching session with me, for the podcast, she, she was a good listener, but she also was very, very effective in creating the spark in my brain to, to draw out what needed to be listened to. It, it's like she was opening, she's like she was walking in front of me, opening these doors. As I'd say to something, she'd say, oh, open. And I'd go, wow, yeah. Actually, yes, that's exactly right. And, and it was so it was almost surreal to be the one being coached because I'm supposed to know this stuff, right? Like mm-hmm. I'm a certified coach. I'm running this company, blah, blah, blah. But even so, going through that process, it was just like, wow, Susan, like that. Yeah, that's super. Yes, exactly. Oh, wow. That really. So, yeah, it's it's listening, but it's it's like listening plus. Because it's drawing out that freshness, that newness, that opportunity, that, that spark of hope that often people don't have when they first come to you. And then listening. I like that. I like, that's a great quote. It's listening plus. <laughs> that's a really good yeah. quote. Um, a lot of people are looking for health coaching as like an alternative alternative career. And I know you've, you've touched upon this in, in some of the questions that I've asked you, but how, how likely do you feel like it is for this to be like a full-time alternative career? Because a lot of people are wanting to leave healthcare in terms of like clinical and go non-clinical. Do you think that health coaching is on the upfront for this? And what are, what are some of your perspectives? Yeah, the, the really cool thing about the wellness coaching piece or the health and wellness coaching piece is the overhead, the, the risk is so, so low. If I want to start a business, in fact, I'm looking, I have this little invention called an aerobar. I'm a triathlete, so I came up with this little invention and we decided we're going to go ahead and invest some money to try to get this thing going. Well, we've spent, I can't even tell you, I, I, I could, but I'd be embarrassed to tell you how much we've spent trying to get this thing going between patents and product development and engineers and all these other people. And that was a really costly, we don't know if it's a mistake or not yet, but it it was a really costly investment. A wellness coach, if you want to play with that, if you want to fiddle with it, 
It's a couple grand. Done. Finished. That's all. You don't need an office. You don't need a new computer. You don't need a desk. You don't need an administrative assistant. You don't need a $10,000 a month marketing budget. You need to get trained. And then there's some little things you can do to, to try it, to get the word of mouth out, to see if you even like doing it. And so the, the amazingly appealing piece of this, and I think the reason so many people dip their toes in, even when they're not sure, is the risk is almost nothing. I mean, when you look at capitalizing two grand over, let's just say, three years, like that's coffee money. You know, that's 36 months. That's, that's nothing. That's what, that's, I have never thought about this before, but that's pretty much what a lot of people spend on coffee is the cost of this certification over a three-year period. So that kind of a benefit to doing any side job or, you know, the bootstrapping concept is so comforting because mm -hmm. if you're wrong, if you decide you don't like it, if you decide the other parts of growing your business you don't really like, you'd rather go into a hospital or a, a clinic or something and have patients waiting for you in the end. Even if you thought you didn't like that, you kind of prefer that. Well, great. You haven't lost anything. Worst case scenario, you have a new credential. You're more marketable. You'll probably make more money in your career. Best case scenario, yeah, you can do this full time. I mean, we've been, I'm a PT. We've been doing this since 2007. We've been super fortunate. I will admit that. We've had some things fall our way that there's no logical reason why it did. But at 52 years of age right now, uh, it's the, been the best 12 years of my life, and I don't even have to hesitate to think about whether that's true or not. It's been amazing. And then the other piece is you can work around everything else. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to go into your employer and say, you know, I'm going to try this wellness coaching thing for six months. No, you can do this while you're working full time. So you don't have to worry about paying for the groceries and the mortgage and the kids' college money and, you know, gas and all that kind of stuff. You can just do it. You can just carve out six hours a week somewhere start it and see if it goes. And if it does, then you can start peeling the hours back in the clinic. And if it doesn't, you're still paying your bills. So I think those are some of the nice things about it. Can you do it full time? We've been doing it full time for 12 years now, almost 13 years. So everybody's different. We've been fortunate, but yes, you can. Do a lot of your students, excellent answer, by the way, but do you, a lot of your students choose to go full-time or what's sort of like the mix of your students? It is a broad mix, and I'm going to totally make up the answer to your question because we've never done a statistical analysis on this, but just from my perspective, we probably have about 50% of people who are wanting to do it Part-time plus, so uh, they're they're in the second career. They're looking for a second career. They're looking to pull back their out. They've been working 50 hours a week. They want to start working 20, 25, um, those kinds of things. And this gives them a lot of flexibility around doing that. For for example, the coaches that work for us at US Corporate Wellness, that if you were to ask them, well, why? Like, why do you stay with these people? They're kind of weird. Uh, the, it, probably the biggest thing they would say is, well, Susanna's a lot nicer than Brad, and that makes it worth it. But the other thing is that it's totally flexible. So they're at every one of their kids' school events. They take vacation whenever they want. They, we went out to dinner. We had a double date on Saturday with some old friends of ours, and she worked for us 10 years ago when we were first starting the company. And then she went back to get her um, – GPT later on. So she hasn't worked for us for 
six, seven years. And she, she was just talking about she's, she's 50, 51 now too. And she was talking about she's getting ready to go back into the marketplace and look for a job. And she's not sure she wants to work every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. She's not sure she wants to have to ask for vacation the last two weeks of December. Well, that's the nice thing about wellness coaching. She said, when I work for you guys, I just blocked my schedule when I didn't want to be taking clients and that was fine. And so those kinds of things, I'm laughing, but that's, that's one of the nice things about the profession. You've got that flexibility and that for a lot of people is, man, that's a nice thing. Oh, definitely. I mean, when also when you look at a lot of rehabilitation professionals are women and you're talking about families and wanting to spend time with your family, mm -hmm. this becomes an even yeah. more attractive career route or alternative career route. Um, say someone, and I'm, I'm asking you hard questions because I know these are the questions people are going <laughs> to ask. Say someone did take, take your program and they got certified in health coaching. How fast do you think, and I know it always varies based upon the person, but how fast do you think they could get their first client? Well, they'll get their first client right away. Uh, it's the second level of clients that they are going to have trouble with. So you're going to, if, if you love doing this and you put a little more work in, you're going to have friends and family that are curious about this. And, mm -hmm. you know, in fact, one of the things, if you, if people do the Colorado version versus the distance learning. One of the things that we always have fun with is the two lunches on Saturday and Sunday, we treat as a mini business class. So I'll just gather up a table in the middle of the, we, we provide lunches for these courses. So everybody's already there. And I'll just say, Hey, if you want to talk business, I'll be sitting at this table over here. If you don't, don't mm -hmm. sit by me because that's what we're going to be talking about. And we'll just do kind of a two hour, you know, hour Saturday, hour Sunday, brainstorming session on, of just throw any question you've got about the business of coaching and we'll just hit everything possible. Well, if you do the basics with that, you're going to get a few clients. The harder part is the next step. It's almost like I do a little speaking on the side to a, to build our business, but then like keynote events and that kind of thing. And the, the first few pretty easy to get, but if you want to work as a speaker, which I have no desire to do, but those who do that, it's the second tier of, of speaking events it's difficult it's getting mm -hmm. past that you know that fourth one fifth one a year type thing uh, so same thing with coaching you'll get the, the first ones initially pr pretty easily uh, it's that sustainability it's to keep that rolling but it's like any business you know that's where people like Seth Godin come in that's where people like Tom Peters come in that's where a lot of the business tips and the ideas and guidance and that kind of stuff are involved it's not easy to get clients. I still struggle with that, actually, Emma. With U.S. Corporate Wellness, you would think we'd have it figured out. We're, you know, almost 13 years in. That's still my main job every day is to try to find clients for U.S. Corporate Wellness. So it never gets easy, but you start to learn, okay, this is pretty good. I'm, I made a connection with this group. And, and the way you market an individual coach, your own practice versus employee wellness, which is our focus at U.S. Corporate Wellness, are very different, but you start to figure out where is that coming from. For, for quick example, speaking is a, is a free speaking, not trying to become a great speaker, a professional speaker, but just going out to your local Y, going out to your mobs groups, going out to your churches, going out to your um, anything that's going on in your community. And as a wellness coach, and especially as a PT slash wellness coach, 
you got some great topics. Like people want to hear about stress management. They want to hear about sleep. They want to hear about life balance and weight management and all those kinds of things, especially coming up in January. And so you have a very captive audience. And if you go out and do, you know, a talk a week and you have some business cards or a, a leave behind Word document that kind of summarizes what you do, you're going to get clients. So that's the one, that's the area we encourage folks to to launch into immediately if they're comfortable with that. Is just get yourself in front of people as much as you can. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I mean, the more you can, a lot of other strategies that's similar to like cash based PT and other other small practices. They do the same thing. It's it's the free speaking. It's you know even advice on Facebook groups. There's a lot of different yeah. marketing tactics, and it's you're exactly right. It's all about how you communicate and how much do you want it and, and everyone varies in terms of can they get clients. There's, it's like with any business, there's no guarantee, you know. Um, right. Let's see, what else? So say you were a health coach and you had several clients. What, what is the typical range of pay that you're seeing your health coaches um, um, offer? Like, are they usually asking for $30 an hour for their uh, appointments? Or I know there's probably a broad range for that too. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a great question. And it's a, I'm glad you asked it because somebody else would have if you hadn't um, through, through, through the, the folks who are me listening, because that's a question we get every single time. And there's not an answer. And the reason there's not an answer is that it depends on what your packages look like. So for example, let's say that you were Let's say you were doing just coaching. You're going to coach the person twice a month. Well, should you charge different for twice a month versus once a month or three times a month or unlimited? Or what if you offer a um, some combination with some of your PT services? Maybe you're doing this for work. For example, one of the guys that was interviewed in that podcast I mentioned, he does it in his it's a hospital setting, so they do it specifically, but it's it's overlapping with some of the, the rehab they're providing. The, the other guy that was interviewed, he does it as a lead-in to self-pay patients. So someone who's used to paying self-pay for wellness coaching, it's not much of a stretch to pay for that shoulder injury or that knee injury or that foot injury or those kinds of things. So, um, and I've lost your question now. What 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 were you what, what was the what was I supposed to be answering here? <laughs> you were getting there. Um, sort of the typical earnings of a health. Oh, coach hey, what are you going to charge? How much they? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. What are you going to charge? Yeah. So so the packages are really important, and and we encourage coaches. There was a book I just saw it on my bookshelf the other day. I haven't read it for ten years, but I still remember the main concept. It's called Million Dollar Consultant, and the last his last name is Weiss W E I S. I believe. And his, his, his big idea from my memory in that book was don't charge by the hour because the hours run out. And at some point you catch yourself out in terms of your value, even the best in the world at almost anything. At some point you hit your top end of what you can charge per hour. So charge by the project. And we translate that for our wellness coaches to say, you know, your project is your month. So charge by the month or charge by the quarter or charge by the year that, and do it in a way if possible that people are not adding up the minutes. So mm-hmm. for example, if, if, if you're a coach and you are charging X number of dollars, let's just say 50 bucks a month for a coaching session. Well, that coaching session might last 20 to 30 minutes. 
it doesn't take long for person to your client to say, well, it's 20 minutes and I'm paying them 50 bucks. That's $150 an hour. They're not an attorney, although <laughs> I think you're more valuable than an attorney. Hopefully my attorney's not listening to this, but, um, but you know what I'm saying? Like it, it's not hard to see the numbers. And as a coach, you know, that's not even close to true because you're doing prep work and you're doing uh, follow up and you're sending them an email to check in later in the month, but they may not register that. So we encourage coaches to charge by the month or quarter and then offer different packages that might include different group challenges they can be a part of steps challenge weight loss challenge uh, stress management challenge those kinds of things it might include uh, unlimited email uh, check-ins where, where they can shoot you a question anytime it might include uh, any number of things something tied to your clinic that's where I was going with that other mm -hmm. thing when I said I have no idea what I'm answering here um, so the package is the key and so there's not a number some people may charge $200 a month some people may charge 50 bucks a month but make sure a that it's enough to make it worth your while because that's the mistake we see a lot of people make early on is they'll be like well I don't have a lot of experience I just need to get clients right now so they say I'm just gonna charge $25 okay I get that but I mean, I understand the desire to do that, but you can't make a living on $25 a month when you're doing all these other things like the marketing, like the building your website, like the, you know, all those kinds of things. So you're hamstringing yourself long-term of this will never work. Mm -hmm. You're simply, you're, you're setting yourself up for failure. So we encourage people that, okay, I get it. 25 bucks, that's, that's all you feel like you're worth, and that maybe that's true right now. So set your price where you're going to be eventually. So whatever, let's just say 75 for now. So it's going to be $75 a month for package A. For the first five people to sign up, or for anyone that signs up before December 1st or whatever, you'll get your first six months at 25 bucks a month. You see what I'm saying? You see the yeah. difference? It, it's this concept of bracketing where you're giving them – you're giving them your real number. So when they're thinking of your value, they think your value is 75. Now, they're only paying 25, but they know that short term. They know your real price. And they understand when that six months is out that if you've shown them that you're valuable, that they're going to pay 75. If you don't do that and you do almost the same thing, but instead of saying my value or my real price is 75, I'm going to charge you 25. If you instead say, okay, I'll charge you 25. And then six months later, you say, now I'm going to charge you 75. Guess what percentage of your clients are going to stay with you? Zero. Like zero. <laughs> that, and that, that would be rounded up. We would get zero. So really, really important, subtle, but critical difference in that area. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, I understand completely. It's all about structuring and, and, you know, how you frame the packages and you can have the little bonuses like yes. the email, the follow-ups, the handouts right. and everything. So you can, it's so variable. That makes complete sense. Right. Um, for someone looking to get started as a health coach, what would be like your number one advice for them? As far as first step or as far as first question to ask themselves or what what route do you want me to go? It's sort of vague. You can go any route you want to with that one. <laughs> Woo, be careful when you say you can go anywhere with that question, Brad. Um, so as far as first step, first step is decide whether it's something you really want to do. So, uh, you know, 
stuff like that you're doing here, if, if they want to talk to us, we're happy to, to chat. You said that you first found us when you talked to Susanna. We're happy to set that up and kind of help you think through, does this even make sense in your career? Maybe a step before or after that would be check out the podcast. That's why we put the podcast together because we, everybody's asking us, well, what about this? What about this? And we're like, oh, well, we just talked to this PT. Well, what if we could give them a recording of that discussion instead of just telling them that we had a conversation? So look at the podcast, listen to the podcast, grab a couple of the topics, see if that resonates with you. Or if you listen to that and you go, oh, well, I wouldn't like doing that. That doesn't sound like me. Well, good. Then you've saved, your, saved yourself some time and money. If you do those two things, then the next step is get certified. Don't worry about the national board thing. Just go through the certification. Worst case scenario, you'll be a better PT. You'll have new skills. You'll be more marketable. By the way, I don't know if I told you this, Emma, but I write the APTA approached me about two years ago and asked me to write a column called Well-To-Do for them every month. So if you have any APTA members who are out there, they can pull that up. Just go on, just plug your membership number into the APTA site and it's called Well to Do, and it's, I, I don't know, I've written about 30 of them so far, so it's a monthly column that pops up, uh, and that might have some different ideas of how to integrate it into your practice and that kind of stuff. Um, as far as next steps after that, I think that will open up doors as you move forward. So um, instead of trying to figure out what does this look like three years from now, and I know you've got some of your listeners that really want to know what does this look like three years from now, but I think if you can start that first process, decide, is this even me? Does this resonate? Listen to those interviews. Give us a buzz. We're happy to chat with you if you'd like, but figure that out. Then get the certification. If you decide it's a good fit, get the certification. And then from there, it's like you'll, you'll be in this new forest and all of a sudden you'll go, oh, I, I've never seen that tree before. That's really interesting. And that's when your business aspects will start to come together because you'll have the bigger picture. W without that bigger picture, it's, it's tough to pull that all together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, is there, we're sort of nearing the end and wrapping up. Are there any questions that I forgot to mention? Anything else you want to share to the listeners? Um, just let them know. I'm happy to chat with them. We, we, we spend not all day, but a lot of our day chatting with folks that just, they're not sure because the certification, it's not super expensive, but it ain't cheap either. I mean, two grand is two grand, no matter how you slice that thing up. So if you have questions, if you're, if you just want to know what is this really about, or here's my situation. Let me tell you about it, Brad. What do you think? Does that fit? Happy to chat. So just reach out. We're, we're anytime. And I, I can definitely say, you know, thank you so much for being there. And Susanna, when I spoke with her, she was completely non-biased. So for a lot of people listening, thinking, oh, you know, like they're just going to try to sell me on health coaching. No, Susanna was, um, and so you are right now too, Brad, as well. But when I spoke to Susanna on the phone, she was completely non-biased and same as you really, really just gave me the pros and cons, gave me the hard facts and, and really helped me, you know, sort of think deeply about 
the timing of this, the cost effectiveness, and how does it incorporate into your life and into the career that you want to have. So um, I really do think that you guys are doing a wonderful service for people interested in health coaching. And um, so I just appreciate you just being so open and taking the time to, I mean, I think she spoke with me for about an hour, maybe it's a half hour, but it was a <laughs> chunk of time. So I really do appreciate it. Awesome. Thanks for saying that, Emma. <laughs> anytime, anytime. Well, thank you so much for being on this call, Brad. I appreciate it. And for those listening, really do check out the Catalyst Coaching Institute. I'll have the links for everything um, down below and in the show notes um, so that you can find those awesome podcast episodes Brad talked about, as well as um, getting in contact with them. So thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Therapist on Fire podcast. You can get the show notes to every episode as well as any freebies or bonuses mentioned by visiting debtfreept.com slash podcast. Debt Free PT provides amazing free mentorship programs and resources on travel therapy, debt management, and alternative careers. At debtfreept.com, you can also find many discounts and bonus rewards. Check it out today.